Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 465, where Drew and I will be coming out or talking about comics originally releasing July 18th, 2018, before Drew and myself get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Drew, we got numbers and some other stuff happening in the world of comics, so tell me what's going on. Well, um, our good buddy Wolf said, Hey guys, have you ever thought about doing a recap? of last week's books sort of like a hits and whiffs segment and we kind of do that you know we you know we uh when something hits that we've made a pick of we we usually mention it um i don't know that we do do whiffs because um and i don't know that we go back and do a lot of research on it the stuff that we've picked <laughs> over the years either um yeah. Um, as far as like the stuff we've read, we kind of cover that as we as we're going through sneak. You know, okay. we touch on the things we like and why we like them. Um, but that's interesting. Uh, probably not every week, but we could maybe do something over the like every month, maybe, and like go back and look at some of the things that we've picked and seeing if if they've blown up or if they have not. Um, yeah, I don't read fast enough to do a, a, a last week recap. I'm usually kind of a lag behind guy. Yeah, I, I couldn't. You know, it wouldn't be current if we were talking about Goodreads for a couple of publishers that I don't read currently. I'm currently six weeks behind in DC, I think. Two in Marvel, and I'm current with Image, but my back half stuff's kind of backed up. So, yeah, way behind in DC. So, but hey, while I'm talking about Wolf, he's a little famous. Uh, yeah. We noticed in uh, our good friend Eric sent us a snapshot of Tap Dance Killer number two's letter column, and our very own Wolf Warner uh, has his letter in there. Um, and he doesn't mention Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur once, so <laughs> that was a surprise. Um, Are we sure it's really Wolf? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I call, I cry foul, but that's cool. You cry wolf. <laughs> I cry wolf, yes. Um, and and so uh, hats off. Get cool about get, getting uh, a little a little famous, a little insta famous there. So that that's neat. And uh, uh, keep those letters coming, man. We like that. Uh, something that kind of rocked the industry this week is Robert Kirkman. And Scott Gimple, the showrunner for Walking Dead, uh, dropped a book this Wednesday that just passed on the 11th called Die, Die, Die. Uh, the thing that's interesting about this is it came to the uh, local comic shops uh, unordered, uh, unsolicited, no pre-order cycle, and it was just available. So... Um, we're kind of curious. Uh, we were very curious as to what the plan was, why they did that, and they just wanted to um, spice up Wednesdays. Uh, a lot of, I think, uh, to combat the fact that you know we know about stuff two to three months in advance, and by the time it comes out, you know we've kind of already dissected it and I lose a little interest. So this is, I guess, to combat that. I think it's kind of cool. Kyle, do you agree? or? I think it's a personal shot right at the speculators, and I, for one, won't have it. <laughs> you think so? 
Yep. He's done two douchey things to speculators. Oblivion Song, never going to do a secondary print, hyperinflated first print, and, hey, by the way, there's 20 versions of this book. You can't order them. Have a good time. Yeah. Come on, man. Well, and it is not in this week's FOC, so um, it's not available for order at this point. So mm. I'm not sure it's, when it's it... a, it's available for it's open to order right now through Diamond, so you can now order them through Diamond. I guess it wouldn't be FOC. That doesn't it wouldn't be sense. FOC because I don't know what the cutoff is on it. So while Kirkman's like, "Hey, we did this," blah blah blah, here they are. But you can still now order them. So, like, it's not like what we got is the ultimate run and that was it and hope you got one and find one and it's this neat little chase thing. They're now open to order now. And I don't know if the current ones that are open to order are the same of the variant bubble covers that are, are out now or it's something new. Still researching that thing. So Yeah, there were 11 covers and I believe the cover that's open to order is just the standard cover A. So... Um, what I, is the standard cover A? I don't know. And I don't know what cover I have yet. So um, I'm interested to even see what I have. So There's a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there was, there was 11 of them. And um, and we'll see we'll see what I got. Some of them are hotter than others. On, People were wanting the one with nothing on it. Like, no bubble. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen them going from... Cover, yeah, three ninety nine to double cover to triple cover. So uh, people I'm, seem to be jacking on, up the price on the one that says "I'm drunk" as well. Yeah, so they yeah they kind of run the gamut. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious which one I get. I hear it's bloody, gory, and fun. We shall see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Ant Man Ant Man opened up last week. Ant Man and the Wasp. It did about a hundred million so far, nice in a week. Um, but there's been no outcry about underperforming, and you know Solo did about two two hundred ten million so far. Mm-hmm. And woe is me, the sky is falling, and we should never make any more Star Wars movies, is what I was hearing. So, what's the difference? Uh, are you asking for the difference in comic book readers and in Star Wars? fans yes please i don't think we have enough time on this podcast for that because because they're crazy uber nerds yeah star wars fans are crazy i'm saying that as a star wars guy so i i lump myself in that collective but i think after last jedi and all of the things that people were just salivating for blood and this was a way to do it well okay you're also talking to a person who in the 11th hour decided solo wasn't worth this time and never did see it it was good. Yeah. It was good. You'll watch it. Yeah. You'll watch it soon. Yeah, I'll watch it eventually. Uh, Quantum and Woody, hit. they got their TV series uh, on, they finally found a home, and it is on TBS. What? TBS, yeah. Not the home of comic book shows, you would think, but, you know, if Freeform can have Cloak and Dagger, I guess TBS can have Quantum and Woody. So. Yeah. Uh, did you re- ever read any Quantum and Woody? Uh-huh. I read a few. You were big on the one relaunch of it, and I read along with you for a little while. Okay. So you think this would work? Yeah. I think I think so, too. I think it might be worth checking out, at least. As long as they have the goat, we should be all right. 
Um, DC has now announced that G. Willow Wilson will take over as the new Wonder Woman writer. Uh, she, of course, is most famous for her run on Ms. Marvel over at Marvel. So, I don't know if she is uh, a free agent that can bounce back and forth. Her contract, I don't know if her contract's expiring or what's going on. I, don't, I haven't heard that she's leaving Ms. Marvel. So, she must be able to just hop on over to the, the competitor and write for them as well, which is interesting. They usually mm -hmm. don't allow that, right? Yeah. Uh, they try not to, but I guess in her case, they're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she, she's done well with Ms. Marvel. People seem to like it. I read the first couple of trades and enjoyed, enjoyed it, but I haven't, I haven't kept current. Um, is that, is this enough to get you to check out a Wonder Woman book? Nope. Not enough. Gotcha. Um, if you remember my, one of my favorite Matt Kent books is Mind Management. And there is currently a Kickstarter for a mind management book with a read-along record album. Like, <laughs> back in the day with the read-along records, man. Um, I think yeah, I think it's like 50 bucks or something to pony up for that. I can't remember. I didn't check it out that closely. But uh, I think that's kind of a cool thing to do something uh, a little off for uh, one of your classic titles. I think that's kind of cool. And, for fans of the thing, they can seek that out. Yeah, definitely unique. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, we not only got the top 10 for June, we also have all the numbers. So if you'll head on over to either Comicron, uh, where I like to check out the numbers, or uh, you can find them. Uh, Kyle, you're at Comic Book Page? Looking at yours? Comic Book Page through okay. the Mayo Report. Um we have the share of overall units going to Marvel again with almost 41%. DC taking 30, almost 34%. Image is 11 and a half. We've got Dark Horse coming in fourth place with 2%. And everybody else is under that. IDW, Dynamite, Boom, under 2. And then Viz, Oni, Titan, under 1. So, um... No big surprises there. Uh, the dollars share goes to Marvel as well with 38%. DC takes it, takes second with 30.5. Um, and Image comes in at about 10.5. So did I say they were 10.5 up there? I, no, they were 11.5 up there and 10.5 in, in dollars. So It's good for them. Yeah, yeah, it's good for them. Kind of, Kind of interesting. Marvel did it by shipping a hundred items. DC took did their share with seventy eight items. Uh, Image only forty six, and Dark Horse fourteen, IDW twelve, Dynamite twelve, Boom ten, and everybody else in single digits and below. And at the top, at the tippity top of the list, is Justice League number one. Yeah. yeah, the relaunch by Scott Snyder. And it did a whopping 200,000 copies of that book. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought I wasn't that high on it myself no. personally, but yeah. And then at number 2 is Magic Order, uh the Mark Millar book. 
and it did 157,000 copies. Um, now, it's interesting because its retail rank has it down at 12, so that was deeply discounted, and part of that deep discount could be the number of copies that were ordered for uh, convention giveaways. Um, I think I think uh, New York Comic Con is the one that um, bought it for a convention giveaway. I think it was them. Um, not 100%. Um, so that kind of influences that number, I think, I, if Diamond counts it that way. I can't imagine that Mag Magic Order sold 157000 on its own. Yeah, that's the big thing that Jim and I was like, no. Yeah, yeah that, that's a real outlier. So there's some monkey business going on. It it, ha it is returnable, so it's also been reduced by at least 10% by Diamond for that. So that would put the number at about a 175. Um, so it's even higher than the 157. Um, and but it is does have that 12 retail rank, which which throws it down to about where Venom is selling 73,000 copies of at 399 so if you can kind of do that math and show that there's really kind of a hundred thousand off with it uh it so something's up they did some kind of deep discount shenanigans and maybe it's just the convention sales uh that got counted for some reason which i you know it, i don't know that they've done that before but Mm -hmm. um, I mean, in, in in situations where we've loot created, we've asterisked them, and this one we've done nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think there there is like a there's like a cross along with the asterisk oh, right. for returnability, <laughs> and I'm trying to find out what that cross is. I'm trying to get to the bottom, uh, but they also gave us the top, I believe, 500 books this time. So, jeez, uh, there's a lot to get down here. Let me get to the bottom. Uh, I don't see the the race to the bottom. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing what that what that means. Either way, if you want to research, find out what's going on there. Hopefully, we'll find out by next week. Uh, wait a minute. There it is. Uh, items marked with daggers received a large portion of their orders from outside comic shop market. Uh, that's all it says. So. My, I don't. I didn't think we always reported that, but I guess they did. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tony Stark's Iron Man with Dan Slott at the helm came in at third with 135,000 copies. Uh, the last Dan Slott Amazing, 801, did 122,256, and that was a nice goodbye issue. I liked it. Not bad, but 312,000 less than its previous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Batman 48 and 49, um, well, 49 did 121, 121,836. At 48, the one before that, did 112,122. Geared up for 50. Yeah, so, big spike. And, you know, 50 is going to have a nice number on it, I guess, I bet. And then a lot of upset people. Um, <laughs> uh, Deadpool comes in at rank 7? Uh, it's a four ninety nine book. Uh, that number one launched at one hundred and five thousand five hundred. People can't get enough of number ones. Thor number one also relaunched at rank eight with one hundred and two thousand. 
$500. It's a $599 book. Jeez. X-Men Gold had their very own wedding issue. Uh, issue 30. It comes in at rank 9 with 88238 And Justice League number 2 was in the same month. Came out. It was it cracked the top ten with eighty six thousand one copy sold. So quite a drop from one to two, um, and that pushes our beloved Walking Dead all the way down. Walking Dead one eighty all the way down to rank thirteen, and it sold seventy one thousand copies. So kind of interesting. There you go. Other things that jump out at me is we've got two Venom books in this one, rank 12. We've got Venom number 2 with a 73,198, and then jump it even more for Venom 3 at rank 21 with 57,527, and that book is hot. Venom 3, you're getting 15 bucks a pop for it for your first, first appearance. Um, you can get 10 bucks out of it at least, but some people are getting 15 out of it. Uh, so... Because of its smaller print run, that one's going to have some value. So go grab them all real quick if you can. Venom if three left. Who's who? Venom three. Who's in it? That is the cover that has the open venom mouth and, and guy falling in, and is the first appearance of Null Symbiote God. Oh, interesting. People are yes. losing their minds. Yes, no doubt. Gotcha. So yeah, but like all day, you're getting fifteen bucks, ten bucks for that. So sell them now. Because I don't know if he's going to be anything, and everything's been sell while the iron's hot. So get as many of them you can, because they're still moving good even today. Today being Friday the 13th. Eek. Yeah. Uh, the second and third issues of Cross Plus 100 Mimic are on How this. How far tr- down did you just jump? I jumped to. I, I, I go to alphabetize by um, publisher, so I can oh, look at the publishers loud. I like. Um. Yeah, that's in the 300. That would be outside the, the top 300. But they sold three around 3,000 copies each. <laughs> Is there a rule? Is there a rule? No, it's just kind of odd that we're like, hey, we're in the top 25. Hey, 11 people care about this. You don't know that. <laughs> we talked earlier. I'm going to jump to rank 93 just to mess with you. <laughs> we talked at one point about Amazing Spider-Man 800's uh, second printing. 22,890 copies of that one, so uh, yeah, we I think we hit a good number on that one, and that's definitely a good one to have. That is. That second print. And it had a different cover? Yep. Good call. A couple Black Masks sightings in the 400s. <laughs> uh, Breathless, the third issue, and Last Song, number two, which is a book I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, around 1,600 for Breathless and 1,100 for Last Song. So, you know, with a weird shipping schedule, you kind of lose lose some readers. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Those uh, those two kind of manga light books that I'm I'm reading from Boom Fence and Dodge City. Uh, Fence at 2300 copies ranked 369 and Dodge City sold a thousand is it down at almost 500 490 alright just me and the listeners right now people I'm looking here at rank 38 Saga is on right issue 53 it's down to 37,000 get ready to go to 36,000 
Come on, people. Why are almost... Why is this book only at 37,000? It's still amazing. We got... Do we have an end for that run? Do we know how long he's going on that? No. No. Can't, but, man, everybody needs to read that. And, and I, still great. And it's a lot of, of those, trade waiters. I get it. I don't get waiters. the trade waiters, though. I mean, the, the letters... The letter columns are awesome in Saga. Yeah. You're missing out on all that good good stuff. Saga is the epitome of why I love comics. Yes. Yes. It is. It's fantastic. Oh man. My resident alien <laughs> from Dark Horse sold mm. sold eighteen hundred copies at rank four oh four for its third issue. Eek. I don't know how many of those more volumes we're going to get of this mm. at that rate. The Man of Steel books. Yeah, nice little chunk right there of them. Yeah. Right beside each other. We have two through five. What sold right around in the 60s. Along with those Batman prelude to the wedding books. Yeah. High 50s, low 60s. Dazzler comes out at rank 100 with 21,812. Looks like DOA from the second it hit. As is Plastic Man, uh, rank 52 yep. and 31,000 copies, its first issue. Was Desler a, a limited series? I can't remember if it was in, uh, it one of some. Is now. Yeah. Uh, might be worth going back and grabbing Gideon Falls, rank 105, where issue number four. That's, of course, I think been optioned, correct, if I remember correctly? Yes, yes. It, it, it only 20,000 copies for an optioned item. You're uh, mitigating your, your losses there. Um, see if you can make a run, because there's not many of them, and that means there's also not many runs. Speaking of lots of runs, at 113, we've got the 14th run of Moon Knight. Rank 196, 18,597. Oh, man. Drew, 4,000 of your friends dropped off. Man, that's a heck of a drop, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Astro City's final issue. Rank 188. Sold oh, not quite 9,000 copies. He's now aborted to trade. And we're probably only going to get one trade a year, I'm guessing. Uh, he's 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 got he's got the next one written, but it's not going to be drawn and ready to go until 2019. Jeez. Um, so maybe we'll get two a year if we're lucky, but I don't think so. I mean, if he could write 12 issues a year, he'd probably still be doing Astro City in singles, even though it doesn't sell very well. Um, it's a bummer. It was great. Went out on a really high note it was a wonderful story and uh, nobody read it Drew I have been on a heck of a Rick and Morty camp so I'm going to point out wow, rank 115 Rick and Morty present Crumbobulous Michael number one only 18,433 uh, those things always fly up in value so if you find one of those snag it up Crumbobulous Michael a fun little character yes our our mutual buddy Derek's been on me hard to finish uh the DVDs. I've I've yet to finish more than one episode of Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, yeah. I have legit just blown through two and a half seasons in three days. <laughs> Thank you, Hulu. <laughs> this podcast not currently sponsored by Hulu. <laughs> yeah, maybe they could upgrade me to the uh, one where it doesn't show ads. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what's stopping you. <laughs> uh, which one was stellar from Image? Do we remember that one? I remember sampling it and not reading any more. Gotcha. 13,320 on that issue number one. The first issue of Nancy Drew at Dynamite was really good, uh, but it only oh, yeah. it only sold 7,000 copies and is at rank 210. Did you read Charlie's Angels by Dynamite? No. Okay, it's first issue at rank 183 at 9,425. We already have reorder activity for Avengers number one. Or no, no, that's from previous. Never mind. I was looking at reorder activity for issue number one. Still from Avengers at six thousand five sixty-five. So that could be a second round of new reorder activity on that. Multiple, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the fact that we've got, yeah, you were talking about Saga. It's the fourth highest selling image book below Spawn. Still, Spawn is is now selling more than it consistently. That's a bummer. Yeah, and uh, we were talking before about uh, uh, the second print of 800 for Spider-Man. We also have the second print of Venom number one at rank 250 with 5,551 on that one. So that's a wicked cover and a, a small print run on that, at least fa so far. Kirkman's Oblivion song seems to be ticking up. Yeah, and there's reorder activity. I told you number two would be well underordered, and it's already going back, and there's, of course, your second print numbers on it down at rank 252. Still no second prints for number one, though. Because there never <laughs> will be. Because they overprinted like a mofo. Well, they couldn't have overprinted forever, so at some point it'll be out of print. We just don't know what that number is, right? I don't think you can I don't think you can guarantee me that. So you think you've got a million copies sitting in the warehouse? I think there's still a big old stack that'll never move. Alright. Uh, we also have Brian K. Bond's Paper Girls, the issue 21, cracks the top 100 with 21,981. It's still a really good read as well. And the second issue of Death or Glory fell below 20,000 at 19,254. Rick Remender books, also really good. Killer Be Killed finished uh, with its final issue, 20. And it was a great run by Ed Brubaker. I really liked the way it ended. It was really a zig and a z when it thought he was going to zag type of book. And it was it sold 17,000 copies and comes in at rank 125. First issue of The Weatherman um, was really good as well. 16,000 yeah, copies. Definitely. I liked it a lot. Um, it sold... Uh, or it's at rank 130. Cool. That's a good number for that one. That one's going to have a high ceiling because of the number. Yeah. Yep. Um, is this the last I Hate Fairyland or was it 20? I think it's 20, 20 that's the last. Yeah. So Sex Criminals hit number 25. A really kind of a milestone number in indie comics anymore to reach 25 issues. Um, it's down to 8,000 copies, and it's just barely cracked the top 
200. Deadly class has been optioned and in production, I think, or something like that. We we saw something about it, right? They sh they were doing casting or something. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's 35th issue. Only sold 7,500 copies. So not moving the needle in print sales. Image just has a ton of books in that sub 3,000 range. Which uh, makes me worried that they're going to be able to continue. I think that's about all I got from them, from the Nimbus. That's it? You done? Yep, I've reached the bottom with no more intrigue. <laughs> I think the fact that there was uh, we got the top 500, I lulled. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a long list to go through, but uh, you guys know where it is. Go check it out yourself. Do your own dang podcast. <laughs> we just want to point out the things that intrigue us. Yes. Well, if you want to open up the FOC, um, Eric sent that over to us. Of course, FOC stands for Final Order Cutoff, and this is your last chance to go to your LCS and say, "Hey, make sure you order me this copy of that." Mm -hmm. To guarantee that you get them. Um, yeah, we got that this today, and it's due by noon on Monday, the sixteenth of July. So we get a chance to to take it, take a look, and see if we may have missed something um, in previews a few months ago. Uh, one of the things is she could fly number two. You know, if you were sampling that, um, I've heard really good things. I still haven't got a chance to read it yet, um, but the, the second issue is available. Uh, to add to your order. I want to point out Flash 52. The killer bees continue on this one. Uh, the B cover for Flash number 52. A Gabriel Del Auto variant that is really nice. Get it. Anything else in DC? Is that Hughes variant for Superman number two? Mm-hmm. You doing anything with Sandman Universe in DC? Um, I'm gonna read them, but I okay. I don't. I mean, I'm gonna read all the number ones and then just to see if they're any good. And I'm just hoping they're not young animal ish. Yeah. I don't. I hope that hope they're easy to pick up and get into and and aren't really highbrow too highbrow mm -hmm. so anything in titans 24 since we had uh, that appearance first appearance by lobo's daughter in 23 or was that teen titans that's teen titans, no, that's teen titans. So nothing else in DC then? Nothing else, sir. Not seen anything in IDW. Nothing. As per huge. Uh image. Uh I finished the first issue of Farmhand. It was really great. So um might want to add Farmhand number two if you if you were just sampling yeah. like me. Hundred percent. 
Um, unnatural, going to a second print on issue one, just a recaller, so nothing to chase there. But unnatural number two, having an art ge art germ cover B. Um, unless you order it, you're probably not going to get it. It's not. It's not my favorite art germ, but it's still good. I think unnatural is really cool on good premise. Yeah. Um, not sure if it's going to. I don't know if it's adaptable. You know, reading it, you know, as another medium. Yeah, because um, a small a small network can't do anything because you're going to end up CGIing a ton of that kind of thing. It, so yeah, yeah, I understand. But I'm I'm still th I'm thinking that second print's going to be minuscule. It's a, it's a it's a recaller, so nobody cares. So don't even bother. Don't even bother. But that second that second cover B. Yep, number two cover B. Number two is, you know, statistically the lowest print run, and cover B is oft overlooked, and cover B in a situation where you have A, B, and C. Yes, and I got that germ. Cosmic Ghost Rider going... Oh, sorry. Anything else in image? No. No. Go ahead. Cosmic Ghost Rider number one going to a third print. That was weird. Did you read it? No. Heard good things. It was good. It's a little odd, but good. But it's only a five-issue series, so a lot of people are like, oh, there you go. Oh, crap, it's only five. Yeah. Oh, I did I did read Death of Inhumans, number one, Wolf. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was good. You were right. You were right. I was wrong. Kyle was wrong. Kyle was really wrong. I don't think I'm but, wrong. But it's good. Well, I mean, Killing Inhumans, I'm, I'm all a fan of. Reading well, yeah. Inhumans, I'm not. <laughs> all right. Fantastic Four number one, Drew. What do you got? Uh, I mean, I'd like to get all those art germ, Eumidorch Invisible Woman thing. Fantastic. I think that'd be a cool set to have and flip. Yeah. I don't think I did order those though, and they're since it's a six dollar book, I kind of feel like it's a cash grab. Yeah, no doubt. Well, it's definitely a cash grab. Um, but. So were most of the Marvel relaunches. So I, I don't know. I'll probably set it out. Let somebody else make some money on them. But uh, if you're looking for any of the high-end variants, too, uh, our boys at Calabunga got you covered. Because we've got that Alex Ross Virgin variant. Um, the cover, I think it, it looks like it's the B, to, the totality of the B. Uh, it's a $300 book. And then all the way up. I don't know if they're how long, but they get that Perez remastered black and white for eighteen hundo. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! Ooh, there's Spider a Ross variant for only ninety. That's that's actually a pretty good deal for people that are big Ross people. You'd have to be. Yeah. That's well, a nice looking cover. It's a nice Alex Ross. That'll go good. That's right up people's alley. I'm interested in what what uh, is Nick Spencer going to do this this annual Spider-Man annual. I'm sure he is, right? I wonder yeah, if he's going to try to do something special with it. It's his first first crack at a, a Spider-Man annual. Nope, written by Brian Edward Hill. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. He's doing this the detective the oh, too. This is the Miles Morales. This is the Miles Morales Spider-Man. It is. It's not amazing. Oh, okay. Well, that's even cooler. Yep.
That's about it for me in Marvel. Uh, they're looking boom. Uh, I think I ordered this black, black badge. Black badge number one. There is an FOC. It looks like FOC exclusive. Leon incentive. And uh, what is black badge? Because it looks like it's a a Boy Scout thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have the solicit up? I do, and it says zero. It says nothing. Well, it doesn't say anything. Correct. Oh, I remember the I remember this solicit vaguely, but yeah, it was. Oh, sorry. Here we go. It, I, I was looking on the variant, the regular cover. Matt Kent and Tyler Jennings, the team behind Grass Kings, reunite for a new ongoing series about a top secret elite branch of Boy Scouts, tasked by the government to take on covert missions. Among their organizations, the Black Badges are an elite, the best of the best. They are feared even by the other badges. The missions they take are dangerous, and they will only get worse as their leaders. Attention is split between their missions, objectives, and tracking down a lost team member. A team member who disappeared years ago. Presumed dead. Now you know, I got this coming in my ship. Yeah, I don't. What the heck? So I'm going to go ahead and say, Eric, <laughs> can I get this FOC version, please? You know who would like this? Carson. Me. I, yeah, me and my son. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's from Boom. It might be, it should be yeah. pretty tame. Yeah. Um... That'd be a good one for him. I'm not paying fifty-two dollars for the for the incentive version, but I will play for the the uh, the uh, the Leon incentive or the yeah. main and the main and mix. Just yeah, the main and mix. Just yeah, the not crazy incentive. Just the the simple, whatever. Not the twenty copy, but just the the FOC exclusive one. Yeah, because of course I'm an Eagle Scout, so. This is stuff that intrigues me. There you I go. I can't believe I missed that. I can't either. I know. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, you're going to have to add that in. Yeah. And actually, my favorite cover is the FOC Liana instead of... Perfect. Dope. See, this is why we look at FOC, for the things that we miss. Yes. And we still miss things, but... Yeah. Don't care about anything in Dynamite. Boom. Well, what about Action Labs Double Jumpers Full Circle Jerks, number one? hey Doesn't that sound great? I wouldn't get that one for your oldest son. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't get that for anyone. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's intriguing looking. But no. Now, um, Aftershock's got something called the Hot Lunch Special. Which is from Elliot Rahal, Rahal and Jorge Fornes. This one, um, this one caught my eye, and it's uh, got ties to Quantum and Woody and the Paybacks, and um, I, I think this is going to be kind of cool. It's uh, see if I can see the. It's uh, set in the harsh landscape of northern northern Minnesota. Uh, that was the worst Minnesota, Minnesota. ever. Minnesota. The Corys are a classic immigrant success story of fractious and quarrelsome Lebanese family who carved their slice of the American dream by becoming the largest distributor of vending machine sandwiches in the upper north northern Midwest. Unfortunately, the Corys' gains have been ill-gotten, and a branch of the Chicago Irish mob has come to collect a past debt. Fealty is demanded, shots are fired, and long-hidden family secrets are fully revealed. Sounds kind of cool. 
Because I like vending vending machine sandwiches a lot. <laughs> nothing like that three-day-old tuna salad. Mm. I got nothing else. Let's see. Uh, Lion Forge doing Dino Saucers, number one. Yeah, it's weird looking. Weird looking. Skip it. Uh, Titan Comics didn't miss a hard case crime, did I? No. Valiant, no. Xenoscope, no. No. You're right. That was the end. But you found something. That's good. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Anything else, Drew? No. I think we're All I right, think we're sneaking and peeking. Let's sneak and peek. Let's see what's coming out in our local comic book shops. This coming Wednesday, we're going over to previewsworld.com, which seems to actually be working tonight. And we're going to click on new releases. Scroll over to July 18th, 2018. And Drew, let's start where we're now forced to start against our will. Let's start an image. Well, you miss Dark Horse that much? I do not. I just <laughs> I said it for 300 episodes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Aphrodite 5, number 1. Uh, did you read the previous four Aphrodites? It's this series premiere. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's a Brian Hill book. So that's good. I'm not going to get it, though. Uh, Analog 4. You know, I was wrong about Jerry Duggan's book. It's really good. There you go. Cool looking ice cream man. Ice cream man continues to look creepy. It is creepy. Cover A is pretty cool. Somebody. Oh, eek. We talked about the obnoxiously large print run of Magic Order. We have uh, issue 2 with an A cover, a B cover, and a C cover by Grandpa. Aww. My grandpa. It's actually Olivia Coipel, but I don't know why it says grandpa. Um, Rat Queens have a special neon static one-shot. Uh, do you caught up enough to know who neon static is? No. Hmm. A cyberpunk take on the Rat Queens from Curtis Weave and Will Kirkby. Hmm. Skyward. People have been talking. I've heard a lot of people talking about Skyward. It started great. I like the first yeah. few issues. They're really great. Royal City's so, good, too. Yep. Jump on while you can. Don't miss out. And there's the Weatherman. Yeah. Keep. Yeah. Weatherman 1, Dynamite 2, like we talked. Uh, small print run. So this one, I think, will sell through again. Uh, get them if you can. Uh, cover A much better than B. That's not Marcus Martin, is it? It is. The B cover is Marcus Martin. Oh. oh, my goodness. I love his covers, so that might be something I have to get. Dang. All right, Drew, anything else for us in image? No, I think that's it. Set on down to Doc Horse. Uh, goose egg for me. Let's head on down to IDW. Uh, do I care about Euthanauts? Teeny Howard. It is a is it a black crown imprint? It is a black crown. Ooh, tempting. Gonna have to at least check that out. Okay. Death is like outer space, a seemingly unknowable, terrifying blackness that yields beautiful discoveries and truths if only you've got the right kind of rocket ship. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Rise of TMNT Zero. Oh, gosh. You want, hey, click on that Rise of TMNT Zero and just 
look what they're doing to the turtle. Ooh, eek. <sighs> That's not a good style. All right, I'm done being near to all. No, okay, moving on. Sorry. Let's go down to DC then. Let's head on down to DC. Uh, Batman 51. Uh, Tom King, you got some explaining to do. Oh, yeah. The honeymoon's over for Bruce Wayne as Gotham City's most prime, prominent citizens get selected for jury duty. Really? I guess. Really? All right. Yeah. Well. Mm -hmm. Flash 47 went to a second print. What? Ah, oh, Flash War Part 1. Nice. The final deathbed. It was only six issues. It was fun. It was a fun Vertigo book. Not that many of those. Justice League 4. Man. Nothing in DC. Not much in DC. <laughs> Moving on down the line. Let's see what Marvel is in store. Excuse me while I hiccup. Thought you are going to vomit. Yeah, I'm going to try not to. Immortal Hulk. People seem to be liking the uh, Al Hewing Immortal Hulk. Who? Besides Wolf. Who? Uh, my buddy Justin really enjoyed it. All right. Two people. There you go. And Star Wars 51. Let's go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just, I was still riffing, but that's okay. It's the, the momentum is gone. Right. Uh, yeah, is that what? Okay, sorry. I didn't know that all I had to do was cut you off and you'd stop talking. <laughs> you'd have done that years ago. <laughs> yeah. Life of Captain Marvel number one. Five and issue. there is a beautiful art germ cover too. Oh, you're in love with. It. Why don't you and Del Otto and Art Germ run away together? Follow them on Facebook if they ever said, "Hey, uh, I mean, <laughs> slide into those DMs." <laughs> nice. Hmm. Yeah. All right, what true believers we got here? Anything I care about? Uh, Fantastic Four is an okay. 232, 337, and 209. The coming of Herbie. No. Alright, nothing good. Who cares? Nothing I want. Venom number two going to a second print. That also being uh, a, a different cover, but no. But when we, if we get that Venom three in a uh, second print. Ooh, watch out, because I can see that happening soon. That's the one you want to but jump no. on? Yeah. Well, jump on the A, because the A is already going for 15. But definitely be on the lookout for that, that second print and the ability to order that. See what Boom has in store. Thrilling Adventure Hour. No. No, nope, I'm tired of Acker and Blacker. They've yet to impress Yeah, me. they've been really disappointing in everything they've done. Yeah. yeah. Your whole lives have been mi miserable. You should wow. please stop writing comics. Sounds like the graduation card you gave me. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, let's look at our smaller publishers, our Ownings, our Black Masks, our Aftershocks, our Archies. Archie meets Batman 66. I think uh, <coughs> I think this will be popular. Really? I do. Batman 66 has quite the following. That's true. They have a lot of cool covers. A, that that Templeton that, cover is that great. That Ty Templeton yeah. cover is awesome with the two cars on that, it. I'm immediately drawn to that. That was the one I like too. Yeah, get that book. 
Ballad of Sang finishes up. I read the first one and it was neat, and then for some odd reason, I forgot it existed. Yeah. Barry Steak Fries. Wicked cover. Barry Steak Fries number one is out. Uh, who is Barry Steak Fries? He's a struggling gramophone salesman by day, a jetpacking, jetpack stealing sleeveless adventurer also by day. He's got a shirt ripping disease, and stop there is reading. no cure. Stop! Stop reading. Well, could it not be like a another? Stop reading. It could be a shirtless bear fighter type of thing. Look at the cover. Come on now. No, it's not a shirtless bear fighter type thing. No. Moving on. I, I'm sorry, I wasted 30 seconds of your time, folks. It's all right. Just don't let it happen again. Clan Killers number one from Aftershock Comics, written by Sean Lewis with Antonio Fuso. The kickoff of a new series. Like the demented stepchild of Game of Thrones, Braveheart, and Mark Millar's kick-ass, Sean Lewis from Betrothed the Few Coyotes, brings readers... Don't put coyotes in there. That scares people off. Don't do that again. Brings readers into an ancient Ireland filled with clans, mystics, warriors, and monsters of mythic proportion. I have this coming. I'm looking forward to this. It sounds cool. Very cool. Um, I'm interested in Dead Life from Titan Comics. It's under their static... Statics Press imprint. It's um, from John Charles Godin and art by Joan Urgell Mamba and a cover by Mike Norton. Mike Norton cover, eh? I like it. Uh, the worldwide zombie epidemic epidemic has arrived. When Stephen unknowingly drinks from a cursed chalice, he finds it in his grandparents' attic. <laughs> he has no idea that his actions will have dire consequences, turning the world into an undead nightmare. Way to go. I'm, I'm sorry I laughed at Shallow. Shallow. I usually let that slide. <laughs> Way to go, Steven. You ruined everything. <laughs> that looks good. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, but I'm kind yeah. of in the bag for uh, zombie stuff. True story. Maul, number one. Not about Darth Maul, but the Maul. Yeah. That is a weird-looking Scout comic. Uh, fresh from Free Comic Book Day, the mall is set in everyone's favorite decade, the 80s. This coming-of-age crime story takes place in a small Florida town at the height of the popularity of indoor malls. When the head of the Cardini mob family mysteriously dies, his three illegitimate children each inherit a store in the mall. That's really dumb. It's a super <laughs> dumb premise. <laughs> You lost me once you said the 80s were everybody's favorite decade. Don't be a bitter 80s graduate. <laughs> okay, I'm inter- I, 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 do Have we been burned by Amigos comics? Uh, no, I don't think so. Nancy and Hal, number one, one of four. Very interesting uh, Ariel Olivetti cover. Oh. The wildest one in hell and her trusty chainsaw are finally back, but is not like you expected. After her death, Nancy awakens in hell, a vast wasteland crossed by a single road, absorbing the who's and absorbing the who and I, okay, that's, 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 those aren't words that are supposed to be there, so they've screwed up. Nancy just tries to survive the relentless demon chase, and lost in the distance, poor Lucifer keeps calling her. So, is, uh, should I know, is, is this a character that I should know? I don't know. I, I wouldn't think so. Uh, very cool premise. Three bucks, only four issues coming out. Uh, amigos, yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm on board too. Twelve Devils Dancing from Action Lab. Looks kind of cool. It's three issues in one. 
FBI agent. It's also six dollars, so oh. a little expensive. Oh. But FBI agent, special agent Callum Cooper has always tried to escape his past, but some mistakes you can't outrun. Now retired from a fatal diagnosis, an old foe returns to torture Callum in his last days. Yo, Drew, four years ago, if you'd have told me Zombie Tramp would go 50 issues, I'd have told you you're crazy. We legit have the four-year anniversary issue 50 of Zombie Tramp. That's crazy. How did they do 50 issues in four years? A couple bonus uh, ones in there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Congrats, Action Lab. Congrats. Congrats to you guys. Hats off. Anything else? Uh, no. No. Drew, this is one of the bad guys where I ask you for your pick of the week. What's the one book to go into your LCS? Say, hey, I need a copy of this. Make sure you put it in a bag and board because this thing is going to make me some money. Drew, what you got for me? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. It's a tough week, man, for me. I'm not seeing much of anything. There you go. You have something? I like clan killers from Aftershock Comics, so I'm going to go with that. I've been big on Aftershock. Aftershock is doing everything correctly. Uh, they're hitting their story arcs. They're coming out with good things. They're getting neat creators and interesting premises. So I'm going to continue to just buy and enjoy their books there. Um, I'm probably going to have to go with Dead Life then. Dead Life number one from Titan. Um, get the cover A with the Mike Norton cover. It's got a very black-eyed kids uh, look to it, and... Um, it's, it's, it's my best attempt in a very light spec week. I also, I don't think it's a light spec week. I also have another one to add, gentlemen. Weatherman, number two, cover A. Uh, I think Weatherman is going to continue to be good. Um, I think that, you know, do it. Right. Two is going to be a small print run. You're going to want to have it. So don't miss out. Anything else, sir? No, because it's a very light week. From spec-wise. There you go. We want to thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself through our books of the week this week, this July 18th, 2018. If you guys found something on Drew's light week, feel free to give us a text. or Give us a text. Hit text us on our personal cell phones that you don't have. Sorry. If you want to send us a tweet or Facebook, Gmail, all these things could be found at comics. Shut up, funprofit.com. Or if you think we're crazy for the ones that we snuck out during Drew's. Light week. <laughs> Make sure you send us that as well. I want to thank you once again for joining us for Drew and for myself. See ya. Light week. <laughs>